Hello, and thank you for joining us on our Inspire Church podcast. It's our prayer that this message inspire you, that it builds your faith, and that it can help you see how God desires to move in your life. Enjoy the message. Well, I want to start today by just uh, bragging about how good my dad is. My dad, Pastor John, he's, he's a great man of God, and uh, I've known him my whole life. Isn't that, a, isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing, Oral? I've known him my whole life, yes. And uh, I've grown up, had the privilege of growing up in a pastor's home, and it wasn't always easy. And honestly, in my own self, I said, the only thing that I won't do in the future is become a pastor. And here I am. I've been in full-time ministry for 20 years. I've been involved in church my whole life. And I could tell you why. It's because of what I've seen, the fruit in my father's life and his discipline, and he's continuing to trust God. You know, church... We've got to really look after our pastors. They've pioneered this place from, from nothing and, and brought it all the way here. I think they're up to 40 years tenure pretty soon. And, uh, you know, that doesn't come easy. And I, re- I believe there would be some tough moments and there'd be some great highlights. And sometimes we see the highlights, but we miss the low, the low tough things. But I want to tell you today, I want to transition from giving that shout out to saying, you know what, we all go through tough times. But you know what? God doesn't want that to be your destiny. We've all tasted defeat. We've all tasted failure. We've all tasted those those broken times. And I want to tell you, church, don't develop an appetite for failure. Know this one thing, that God gives us supernatural strength. Can I get an amen at home? That God gives us supernatural strength. And we've all experienced this. It doesn't happen all the time. It's usually when God has anointed us for a season or a task at hand. But let me tell you today, if you're tired, fatigued, alone, broken, feeling like it's all over, I want to tell you something. New strength's coming. Fresh strength's coming. God's anointing's coming your way, even to this very day. I want to tell you that God doesn't want you to live broken. He wants you to live in victory. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9 says, My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in your weakness. So many times we're trying to show God how strong we are when sometimes we have to humble ourselves, get on our knees and say, God, I'm actually going through a hard time here. I need your strength. I need your power. I need you to make me strong. You know, that's how we're supposed to live, hey? Knowing that our God is our strength, that we don't have to be strong for God because He is our strength. God doesn't need our strength. He needs our faith. He needs our obedience. He needs us to rely on Him. And when God's strength comes on your life, you can do anything. When God's strength comes in your life, the things that used to intimidate you and break you down and, and, and make you feel like life wasn't worth living, all of a sudden you're bigger than that. And God's strength is bigger than any challenge that we have. I want to encourage you today that God has grace for you, that God's strength is grace to you. What does that mean? It's gifted to you. You don't earn God's strength. It's, it's given to you, but you have to receive it humbly in Jesus' name. So when we're, when we're in weakness, it's not our destiny. It might be a moment, but it's a time to realise again how big God is. In Psalms 105 verse 4, it says, Look to the Lord for His strength. Seek His face always. Just take that for a point. Always. It, it's not just in the hard times. It's not just when we've got nothing left. If we could allow ourselves to keep looking for the Lord's face, to keep looking for the Lord's strength 
and live in that strength, I think life would be a lot better for us. Now, just like you or just like me, I, I like to do things in my own strength. I like to just get up and go. But I've got to remember that I'm not my own, that I'm the Lord's and that I'm to do His work and His uh, calling on my life. And when I do that, I feel the strength of God. When I get outside of the will of God and start doing things in my own, own strength, I'm not necessarily talking about sin here. I'm just talking about going your own direction and not where the Lord would have you go. When you go in your own direction, all of a sudden you're walking your own power and your own strength and you find yourself that God will use those times of fatigue to say, hey, look to me again and realign yourself and get back into my power flow. And maybe today you might be just just off course and it's time to bring it back because it's not about having a rest during COVID. It's not about getting distracted during COVID. It's about seeking God where He is for who He is today and for today's purpose. Your destiny has not been put on hold. God has not stopped. God is still moving on the earth. God is stronger. God is bigger. God is better than anything that's in, in opposition to the church and to your life right now. I want to talk to you from uh, uh, 1 Kings chapter 17, 18 and 19. And obviously, for time's sake, I'm not going to read them out, but I encourage you for your uh, extra study to read those chapters in full. But it talks about the prophet Elijah. And he did some mighty, mighty things for God in God power. He, he was amazing. He, he took on all the prophets of Baal and they were all taken out, hundreds and hundreds of them. And his God, our God, won and, and we see God's name prevail. He, call, he called for a drought, a three-year drought, and there was drought in the land. We see that he ended the drought and he rose his hand up and it says that as he did that, that the, a, a cloud formed in the sky and then the, the, a storm came and there was a 20-kilometre uh, past the land they had to cover and his uh, enemy, King Ahab, took off on chariots and it says that Elijah girded himself and ran ahead of the chariots all the way to the city they were going to. So we see he's calling fire from heaven, he's calling droughts, he's calling storms, he's outrunning chariots and horses. Now I don't know about you, I, I like to go for a run every once in a while. It's usually from the couch to the kitchen and back again in between the ad breaks. But we see this is a 20 kilometre run against horses and chariots. And these people were known to have the best horses in, and chariots in the world. And we see with God's strength, he outran them. But it's very interesting after achieving all these things with God's strength, that Elijah gets scared and he gets, he gets intimidated because Jezebel says she's going to get him killed. With all those feats and all those things behind him, you think he wouldn't have worried. But it, it scared him so much that he ran away. And he, and, he, and he hid them so, and he was distressed and he was hurt and he wanted to quit. He was out. He wanted, he wanted, he wanted, he wanted to go. He was, it was finished. He was broken. He was complaining. He, he, he was saying, you know, I've, tried, I've, I've lived for God. It hasn't worked out. And it says he fell asleep. But God hadn't given up on him. God hadn't said, well, you've done a couple of great miracles. Maybe it's time for someone else. God sent an angel to go and cook for him. He didn't just send some food. He sent an angel to cook. I tell you what, that must be some real nice food. I don't know what it would have tasted like, but I think it would be very close to my mum's spaghetti or very close to my mum's Sunday roast. Uh, 
which I haven't had for a while, but anyway, uh, you know, it would have been a great meal. It says the meal was so great and the angel spoke to him, the Lord encouraged him that he was able to then go on a 40-day journey and to complete his destiny in God. I want to tell you today, you can't complete your journey without God. We don't have to prove anything to God. God proved it for us on the cross. Those many years ago when Jesus put himself up on there for us, all the strength of heaven is now available to you as you trust in the power of heaven. Again, I want to tell you, God has special strength for you. You know that impossible dream that's in your heart, that you know that even if you share it, you feel embarrassed? God has special strength for that. It might not be now, it might be in the future, but God has seasons and moments. Sometimes we're trying to live a dream out in the wrong season and that makes us tired. We've got to make sure we're walking in God's timing. You know, sometimes you might look and say, just like Elijah, he had to cover 20 kilometres and he didn't have chariots or horses or technology. And maybe you might look at yourself and say, I don't have the right equipment. I don't have the right talent. I don't have the right resource or the network or connections. And we can come up with a thousand reasons why we can't. And that makes us tired just thinking about it. But we've got to remember that one reason that makes us say that we can. I can do all things through Christ Jesus. I can face any situations. I can face tough times. I can face easy times. I can face everything in between. I can keep going because God is the great I am. I can keep going because my strength comes from Him. And nothing can take me away from God's strength. Only my decisions and only my choice can move me out of the, the plans and purpose of God. No man, no entity, no authority on this earth can take you out of the power of love of God, His grace and mercy that's for you today. I want to share another scripture with you. It's, it's Psalms 18 verse 3. It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. Again, church, let's remember where our source comes from. It comes from God. Let's seek His face today and you will live a life beyond that secret dream. You will live a life that will go, go through the droughts, that will go through the times of discouragement because you realise something, that God is your answer. That you're not looking around for people to solve your problems. You're not looking around to sort it out yourself, but you know that God is bigger than the addiction. God is bigger than the sickness. God is bigger than the dysfunction. God is bigger than anything you're facing right now. And I can tell you as, as much as I can tell you, I'm, 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 I don't even need to convince you because you know the Holy Spirit's speaking to you right now that God is strength. God is strength. Nothing in this world can come against Him. And I want to encourage you that you need God today, that God gives strength to the weary. He wants to increase your power by His mighty hand. God's going to give you strength to outlast. God's going to give you strength to step up. God's going to give you strength to go to a new level. And you're going to live in a new dominion because you understand how the power of God works. In Psalms 46 verse 1, it tells us that God is our refuge and our strength and a very present help in a time of need. Let me tell you something. God is never late to the party. It's in His timing that we live. Sometimes we're waiting for God to move. Let me tell you, you, don't, you need to wait on Him, but you need to know we're waiting on His perfect timing. And what, what God does in His timing is far outlast anything you can achieve in a person's lifetime. God is going to give you the power to do. Not the power just to be. God gives you the power to be, but He's going to give you power to do, to achieve. You might have battle fatigue. 
You might, might, might be tired of fighting. But I'll tell you what, God's not faulting you because you're tired. God loves, overcomes that, that in your life. God's love overcomes any fault, any weariness. And it, let me tell you again, church, special strength is coming your way. The opposition may never stop. Sometimes we say, God, can you stop the opposition? But let me tell you something, that might not be God's plan. God's plan may be for you to outgrow your opposition because God is interested in perfecting your life and growing your life and increasing your stature so you can keep going on. And let me tell you something else. Our God is very good at giving us a second wind. How many times in, in even your own, you see in a sports team or, or something's happening and, and there's a bit of a lull, but then just something moves, something shifts and there's a second wind and everybody lifts and goes. I want to tell you now that God is calling you to be that in your city, in your family, in your situation. God is going to give you the power of the second wind. Psalms 20 verse 7, some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord. I want to encourage you again today, church. Don't look to your resources. Look to the power of God. Can I talk to you about Jesus today? Am I in the right church? Yeah. Well, when Jesus went to Gethsemane, the garden, it says that, this is in Mark 14, verse 32 and 42, that he went there with his disciples and then he took James and he took Peter and he took John with him. And it says that Jesus began to be deeply distressed and troubled. And Jesus said this, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow, to the point of death. Jesus, our Lord and Saviour. You see, we don't have a God that doesn't understand. We have a God that's walked our steps. We have a God that's walked the pain and the struggles and been through what you've been through. He knows what deep distress is. He knows what being troubled is to a point of feeling like he was going to die. And it's just incredible that Jesus even said to God, he cried out to God, he said, I pray, is it possible that you may take this cup from me, take this from me? And, and he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but your will. You see, God had enough power for Jesus to continue to do his will. It says that in, in, in it's recorded in Luke 22 verse 43 that once Jesus cried out to God and said, I am so overwhelmed, I'm so distressed. Some parts of the Bible describe it. Jesus was sweating so profusely that it was the size of like blood drops coming off his face because he was so stressed. It says that in Luke 22 verse 43, and that God sent an angel from heaven and it appeared to Jesus and strengthened him. Isn't that interesting? We see uh, Elijah struggling, we see an angel appearing, strengthening him. God hadn't given up. Jesus said, I can't do this. I'm overwhelmed to the point of death. God sent an angel to strengthen him and Jesus was able to go through what he went through to win the ultimate victory for us. You see, sometimes God does supernatural things and he sends angels to come and help us. And you may have uh, experienced that, you may not. Sometimes it's hard to tell. But you know what? God, as well as sending ministering angels, He also sends people to strengthen us. Our God 
knows that we can't do life alone. The divine hand of God wants to breathe. The divine breath of God wants to breathe victory into your heart. Listen to this. As Jesus went to be crucified in Matthew 27, verse 32, it says, as he was going out, they met a man named Simon and they forced him to carry the cross because Jesus had been whipped and treated badly and had gone through a whole heap of things that I don't know if most humans could even be alive by the end of that, but Jesus was still going because he had to get on the cross. And the, the tradition was from the point of where you got sentenced, you had to carry your own cross up the hill, up to where you're going to get crucified. And it shows here that Jesus, when facing the consequence of going to the cross, needed a ministering angel to help him be strengthened to face that. And then when it was time to physically carry the cross to be crucified on, that Jesus didn't have the physical strength to carry it. So God prepared Simon. God put Simon in place to help carry that burden. And we see that beautiful picture of Jesus' humanity. And we see this the picture of Jesus' divinity all in one. And we see that God uses people as much as he uses angels, God uses ordinary people. Simon, this man's just standing here, all of a sudden he's brought into the history books of carrying that cross that was going to see humanity saved, set free forever. The chains of sickness, disease, bondage to the enemy, death, broken. He was part of that because God chose to send helping hands. So we see that Jesus fell down under the weight of his own cross. I want to tell you today, you might be saying, how can I raise all my kids, plus look after my aging parents, plus build my career, plus do things for God? And how do I manage all this? God is sending helping hands your way. You can't do it all alone. The fact is, your life is too heavy for you. And what people do is they tend to quit and give up instead of relying on the helping hand of others sent by God and ministering angels and power of the Holy Spirit. You need it all. I want it all. I need it all. I want to encourage you, church, that Jesus is not weak. He just knew what the plan was and he worked it out. Jesus is strength. Let me talk to you about Moses in Exodus 17. Moses was at war with the Amalekites. And it says as he stood up and he watched the, the, the battle, he raised his hands. And as he raised his hands the Israelites started to win the battle. But the thing is, he couldn't keep his hands up for so long. And as he started to drop them, whenever he put them down, the Amalekites would start to win in the battle again. And so we see that he needed help. And as his arms grew tired, Aaron and Hur, God used Aaron and Hur. They brought, came and stood beside him, put stones beside him and propped him up and stood beside him and held his arms up. And they held them steady until the sun went down. Can I tell you something? That's a long time. I remember in primary school trying to put my hand up to answer a question. I feel like I was going to burst after about 30 seconds. Uh, sometimes in church when the singer, yeah, they ask us to raise our hands. I love doing that. But sometimes I have to go to one arm at a time to, because I can't, I can't keep the strength up. But this is all day. And I tell you what, without... An Aaron and a Hur, Israel would have lost the battle. Now, maybe today God's asking you to be an Aaron or a Hur to somebody, but maybe God is saying, 
I need you to rely on people I'm sending your way to hold you up. We can't do life alone. That's why we have connect groups. That's why we, we come and gather. That's why we, we do all we can to stay together because we can't have the total victory alone. It comes from strengthening God and God sending supernatural power and sending people to help lift our hands in times of discouragement, in times when we can't. God has Simons on your path. You've got to trust Him in Jesus' name. Now, so I've already said Jesus knows, Jesus understands, strength's coming your way. You're coming to a turning point and you're going to come to a new freshness. I speak that over your life today. Isaiah 40 verse 31 says, But they will wait upon the Lord and they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and they will not be faint. I believe that scripture is for us today that we're going to run, we're not going to get weary, we're going to walk and we're not going to faint. We're going to see the victory that God has for us. We're going to be victorious. We're going to live in God's strength because we're well abled with Him. You know, I want to talk to you about a a story of someone I know that has been through severe sickness and, 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 and things that I just couldn't imagine. They would have given up a long, long time ago and and I asked them, how do you, I said, you're like a super, superwoman. How do you keep going despite all this trouble? How do you keep your faith? How do you keep alive? You've had so many medical problems and your troubles in your family, but you keep your faith and you keep coming through it. And they just said, oh, it's not about me. It's about the big man. He's got me. And I just thought, wow, you've got to know that people that know how to get through have that relationship with God. Thanks again for joining us. If you have any questions or simply for more information regarding Inspire Church, visit us at inspirechurch.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. It's our prayer that you live inspired by the Word of God and more alive in Him than ever before. Until next time.